What up, guys? Welcome back to the Hello JW podcast. Another incredible guest today. The the podcast has just been full of of incredible guests lately, but this man is one that I have a very special place in my heart for. I and his name is Luke Skews, and I, I actually reference I reference you a lot, Luke, in in my events in in some things that I teach. So there's a lot of guys that have worked with me that know exactly who you are because there was there was a time in my journey where I've worked with you, and it was it was a very pivotal moment for my own journey, let alone the the guys, other men that have have worked with you. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, dude. An amazing host attracts amazing speakers. So thank you for creating this space for us to be here. Love that. Love that. My pleasure. I would, I'm going to throw it to you to, to, for those that are listening that might not know who you are, because I've, I've spoken about you on my podcast many times, but for those new listeners that might not know who you are, yeah, let's hear a little intro about yeah who you are and, and what you do. Awesome. Yes, for sure. I... Um, like you said, my name's Luke. I've been um, working sort of in this personal development space for around seven years now. I started off in um, mental health and addiction support and now I moved into the space that I work in now, which is uh, intimacy, pleasure and relationship support for couples and for men. And um, I really feel like it's my magic and my calling to give the world the sex education that we missed out in high school. Yeah, uh, that is a beautiful way to put it. I one hundred percent, I one hundred percent feel that that's exactly what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, I would love to hear initially because I told you I like to keep these these guest episodes pretty raw and raw and authentic. But firstly, I would want to hear about the last the last like twelve months for you because I feel like there's been quite a shift in. Well, initially, the, initially, my thought was there's been quite a shift in the way you show up, definitely on, on social media anyway. And because I haven't seen you in person for, God, probably a year at least. Yeah, at least, yeah. Maybe yeah. well over that. And yeah. yeah, obviously, like keep a very close eye on your on your socials and stuff like that, and messages back and forth. And I just feel like you you're showing up so differently to what you were 12 months ago. So. And maybe 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 the journey over the last twelve months has been shorter than that or longer than that, but I would love to hear a recap of the last twelve months for you of what it's been like for you personally as a man in business, relationships, sex, intimacy, et cetera, as yeah. as deep and juicy as you want to go. Yeah, for sure, man. Um to be honest, this year's been like a fucking roller coaster. It's been so complete almost to the point of being like full to the brim. Um, you know, like I, I'm just letting the universe not drip any more drops into my tank for the next couple of weeks until the new year. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been a mad roller coaster business-wise, um, personally-wise, relationship-wise, intimacy-wise. It's been full of challenges, growth, new experiences. I've had... Um, some of the most incredible um, business opportunities of my entire career this year um, with Sexpo and doing sex education classes in Sydney, um, workshops in Newcastle. And I've also done some of the most twisted sexual acts that I've ever done in my life this year. Um, (laughs) Fuck yeah. I've also uh, had like one of the biggest heartbreaks of my life this year as well. And um, 
also like resigned from completely from um, full-time electrical work for the first time in over 15 years to really step into being a businessman and, and doing what I do. <sighs> Fuck yeah. I feel like there's a lot to... There's so many things that I want to dive into now. I've got like 14 questions in the bank yeah, ready to go, ready to shoot. You, shoot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned Sexpo because I've seen that on your socials so much and I thought yeah. it looked so epic. I would love – how did you – how did that opportunity pop up? Like what, how do you even – how do you oh. even get the chance to speak on stage at Sexpo? Like what did, what did you and Sindra do? So, so it came about um, – from a, a business connection that we had through our podcast um, a couple of years ago before the first lockdown. Sexpo mm. got bought out by um, a new company, um, Australian Exhibition Group. There's a guy that runs that um, called Kevin. He is a bit of a visionary in this space and he bought yep. Sexpo out and he wanted to make it more educational and more of an experience than just a big dildo swap man. <laughs> Um, and so he started recruiting sex educators, speakers, um, you know, more holistic mindset to the sexuality space. And, um, we applied for it like before the first lockdown, like nearly two years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. and all of our mates in this space were all going to get on board. It was going to be awesome. And then two years went by and then finally they contacted us again. They're like, yep, we're out of lockdown. We're going to send it. We def- we've been watching you and Sindra and we want you on our stage. So oh, yeah. we did the first one in Brisbane and um, we called it Making Marriage Sexy. Yeah. So like all of the tools that we teach our couples and individuals around, um, you know, consent, boundaries, communication, connection, intimacy, um, edges, fantasies, desires, those sorts of things that sort of, um, fade away in those baby years, I guess, when you're raising kids or you're trying to start off your career or something like that. Um, so that was really cool. And then they invited us back for Sydney and Melbourne and we got off the stage in Brisbane. We had like two talks per day for three days. It was epic. I emceed the stage because the guy who was the MC got crook and obviously it's kind of hard to get a microphone out of my hand once, <laughs> once on. Yeah, once you're on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they were fans of us, so massive fans, oh, and we yeah. kind of felt like nobodies, like compared to some of the other people. But they were like, Luke and Sindra is a the bomb. So we went to Sydney, and we decided we'd make it a little bit more edgy, and we called our talks um, "Fuck Missionary Beyond the Boring." Fuck yeah! So that was really cool. Even though missionary is like one of my absolute favorite positions. Yes. Same. <laughs> well, dude, like if you're connected, you're communicating. Like, and you're in flow, missionaries, the best. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but it was like talking about mixing it up and like creating that communication and connection for it to be super sexy. And then that was awesome. And then for um, for Melbourne, they invited us to do even more stuff. Um, so we had three different talks each day. The first one was called Anal Awakening. The next one was called Ignite Your Intimacy. And um, the last one was called um, like self-pleasure mastery. Um, And like, yeah, every every talk we had like 50 to 100 people either talking about anal play. Um, The Ignite Your Intimacy one was just like intimacy games for couples to play with each other. So we had like 
a room full of 100 people like pretending that they were cats doing, <laughs> doing eye gazing that's um, so cool yeah like sensual touch um like consent games that sort of thing um so yeah it was it was absolutely epic and the organizers were just so um encouraging of it being sex positive rather than like you know just buying products Mm, of course yeah that's so cool man the energy yeah the energy in that room when when you guys were on stage would have just been insane Mm. because i mean i i sit here right and I'm like, that'd be sick. I would love to be there to do that. But then my thought is, because initially when I went before I, I mean, I think I said this to you on the first phone call we had together. I was like, look, man, I'm just going to be real. I've got a lot of resistance towards you and I'm resisting you hardcore. I think that was like our first, maybe our first phone call. yeah. Yeah. And I imagine, and like now I'm just like, yeah, like, what if I'm going to mention this now? Just before we jumped on to hit record, um, Luke just mentioned he got off a, a quick video he did for his is it self pleasure mastery? Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, he just decided to pull up his uh, his dildos and his his fake pussies and and a few other things that he's just got sitting on the desk. And I sit here and I'm like, yeah, the the ball vibrators and everything, and. I sit here and I'm like, oh, that's that's so good. Like, I love that. But then there's a lot of blokes who would get really uncomfortable yeah. with with this sort of stuff and even just talking, not let alone the fucking sex toys, but let alone just like having a conversation about this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I know that you would deal with this a lot with, with couples that you work with or, or individual men that you work with. And it might be the first ever time they're actually having a conversation about self-pleasure yeah. rather than just like, you know, fucking whacking the worm like a jackhammer kind of like stuff and actually like, you know, touching yourself in a loving, sensual way. Like what for for men that might be listening to this that maybe do this fucking like, you know, jackhammer and get it done in 40 seconds. Like what what would be your tips to to get men to start talking about this more? To get them to start talking about it more is a journey that I've actually gone on business-wise this year. Um, like there was some incredible wins with business, but there was also some really big feedback moments for me. Like I, you know, thought up this incredible, like, you know, had some mushrooms and thought up this amazing program for men. I was like, it's going to be a hit. I'm going to call it dicks and clits. It's going to be like awesome. And it was crickets where, so like getting, it is challenging sometimes for a, a bunch of men to sit together in a room and talk about pleasure anatomy um performance like how to be better in like in their relationship and in intimacy it's a it can be a lot in a group um Mm -hmm. it can be a lot like you said on our first call to actually show up one-on-one to somebody so i've sort of been toying with different things like working with business coaches and whatnot around like the one that i'm doing right now is like it's the least admin that i could possibly put into a group program it's literally a WhatsApp group, they'll give me their phone numbers. I record a video each day for 10 days and put a, a Dropbox link in there with a little snippet of advice and then they watch it in their own time, whether they're driving to work, from work, like hiding in the bedroom, whatever they're doing. Yeah. And I think the to get more men into it is more people like you and me making things that are available 
to get their toe in the door. And like you said, you know, 10 minutes into that phone, first phone call that you and I had, we both swore a little bit. We both laughed at some things. We both yeah. realized that we could relate to each other as men and as individuals. And it's like, oh, fuck, this isn't so bad. Mm. So one, I would love to see more men just being brave fuckers and saying yes to themselves. But two, I like seeing um, coaches out there that are willing to make things achievable and available for men knowing that that is an edge for a lot of us. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah, I love that. And what do you reckon would be, what do you reckon would be the first thing that you would get a man to do who's, who's opened up and he's, you know, he's, he's listening to the advice. He's, he's starting to express a few things about whether it's masturbation or his performance in the bedroom or whatever it might be for a man, let's say who, who has a really shitty relationship with masturbation. You know, it was, you know, the hiding in the bedroom with the phone screen and the dark room and the sheet over the fucking top of the head and everything. And he started talking about it, but what, what would be your steps for him to then open himself up more to, to sort of the, the stuff that you teach in your courses around like, yeah, self-pleasure and 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 having a, a really thriving sex life. Okay. What I would probably start to do with them is firstly just have a conversation about shifting the paradigm from like wanking, like masturbating to self-pleasure mm. and start to draw the parallels around like how you treat your body. Yep your subconscious listens to that. So if you are bending over, closing your front body, beating yourself senseless like a monkey in a zoo, and that is how you give yourself pleasure, like that your self-worth and self-confidence listens to that shit. I also like talk to them about like when it comes to partnered intimacy, how you train is how you play in everything mm, yeah so if that's your if that's your training to your cock and to your body then that's going to translate in other parts of your life whether it be intimacy or whether it be other acts of pleasure in your world mm. you know we we, de- we all deserve pleasure it's not a shameful thing and we are yeah. we are the best at giving it to ourselves no i've never seen anybody able to get me off better than i get myself off yeah fucking a right I'm the Same. master. I'm the master. <laughs> yeah. So like, what, and there's a kaleidoscope for pleasure. So I may as well master the lot so that I can then rain down pleasure on other people and receive pleasure from other people with clear instructions. Like, hey, Luke, what do you want me to do to you? Well, actually, I discovered this thing the other day. Watch this. <laughs> I did this thing the other day where I tweaked this and touched this and then squeezed that and a flock of seagulls shot out at the end of my cock. You want to see that? <laughs> I fucking love it. But it's so true. Like I, I sit here, like we can sit here and have a joke about it. Cause it's like, it's like, oh, ha ha. Like, yeah, that's funny. But like, there's a serious side to that. Mm. Right. Like, because, and that's something that I learned. That was probably one of the biggest things I learned from you was like, yeah. Telling grace, like, Hey, I actually like it when, this happens or I yeah. like it when I like it when you do this because when I do it, I do it like this. So you need to put your hand like this way, you need to put your leg there mm. and then do it like that. And then Grace is like, oh, like this. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. 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 You got it. 
Yeah, it's like and they'll just, bring and they'll bring some other weird flavor onto it, and be like, "What if I do this as well?" And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like literally just that. Yeah. What took me 15 seconds to to communicate yeah. to communicate that is is all it takes. But it's the I suppose like what would you say is the the barrier for men? before they express that because if i take myself back three years it's it's exploration like the it's getting confident in their exploration of themselves so like the Mm. next part of the paradigm breakdown is that self-pleasure for me is anything that i find pleasurable that only serves me so Mm. there's this metaphor that i use all the time in my coaching is that one of the things that i find so pleasurable is things like saunas and hot showers and that sort of thing I love getting in the shower and turning the heat up, letting it run over my face, over my hair, like tipping my neck back, letting it run down my chest and my nipples, flipping around, leaning against the wall, letting it run down my back and my butt. And then like just spending some time sucking in the steam, like, you know, lathering up, maybe touching myself, maybe not, maybe just hanging out in the shower and just being like, ugh, I like getting like letting out some groans and some grunts in there. and you know and just salivating in a hot shower however when i'm in that provider mode like that i'm too busy for pleasure mode i'll get Mm. in that shower and i'll do pits crutch and crack 30 seconds in and out see you later see you later i don't give myself that pleasure Mm. and it's the same like you know if i haven't had self-pleasure for a a few days that monkey mind that lizard brain's like i'll just like flick some porn on and have a have a quick wank and you know spurt one out and then off you go with your day it's Mm. you know that metaphor serves so that's also part of the paradigm shift for guys is that you deserve pleasure it doesn't have to look like something elaborate it could be a nap true it could be like going into your backyard and laying in the grass and like letting the sun bleed through your eyelids Mm. like anything that just like fills you up with some yeah. sort of pleasure. I suppose you can apply the same concept too, right? Like, yeah, if if like you haven't self-pleasure for a few days and you're just like, oh, I just need that dopamine hit. No. You know, See you later, like done. Versus actually taking the time like in the hot shower, like letting it run over every single part of your body, yeah. every single skin surface that you have, letting every drop of hot water touch it. Yeah. It's like like if you enjoy mowing the lawns, if you're a bloke, and there's a lot of blokes that enjoy mowing their lawns. I know a lot of blokes that like having a really pristine lawn. But if it's a Saturday afternoon and they've just cracked their first beer and they've forgotten to mow the lawns, they're going to get on the ride on and put it on fucking full noise and try and get it done as quickly as they can. Yeah. It's exactly the same concept as just beating one out in the dark room. It is. It's like take your time, like get the whippersnipper out, like clean up all the fucking grass that you've cut, like make it look nice. Yeah. Take your time. One of the, one of the uh, I think we talked about this when we were working together as well, is like I find if it comes to pleasure, um, there's, there's junk food pleasure, which is okay. It's fine. Yeah. Like every now and then. If you want to, like if, you know, your partner comes home and says, you know, I want you to bend me over the kitchen bench and, like you know fuck me hard go for it if that's Mm. you know if that's your treat for the week but if you're doing having the same three you know if you're having maccas hungry jacks and kfc every week then it loses its value all of a sudden Mm. and it starts to affect you in a negative way same with self-pleasure 
Like if you're, if every now and then you want to have a little junk food wank, go for it. Send it if you want. But just notice how you feel afterwards, during, mm. before. And then if you want to do like something that's a little bit more nutritious for your self-pleasure, again, notice how you feel during, before, after. Would you be proud to tell somebody about that? You know, is that something that you could share with your partner? Hey, oh my God, I just had this like most beautiful self-pleasure practice. Blew my mind. I glimpsed through a portal, saw saw baby Jesus and jumped back through. Um, That's a massive one. I'm going to jump in here because for me, that was a massive one when you said, what would you, would you be able to tell that to someone? Hmm. Yeah, it's like, I remember Grace and I, we had a conversation and it was so, it was like, Oh, it was so challenging. It was so uncomfortable for me. It, it was uncomfortable for Grace as well. We were talking about, yeah, we we're talking about self pleasuring and and that kind of thing. And I was like, oh yeah, like yeah, I just do it. And she's like, yeah, but what do you watch? I was like, oh, like what? What do I watch? Um, um, uh, yeah. And I had to I described to her like the porn that I would watch, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, this uh, this is what I watch. And she's like, oh, I'm like. What do you watch? And she was like, "Oh, um, what?" Uh, uh, and it was just so uncomfortable. But then afterwards, afterwards, we had a laugh about it because we're like, "Why was that so hard for us to say?" Yeah. And it's, I, for me especially, it was because I attached the shame to masturbation. I attached yeah. the shame to self pleasure. I thought it was such a bad and dirty thing. Yeah. And it was because I would sit in the corner of my room and I would chuck the doona over the top of my head and I would just, you know, if there was a camera on me, it would just be like the light of the phone screen would, would light up my face and then you'd just see the sheet shaking in the background. Like that's that's what it would be like for me. Yeah. And to express that to, to my wife is such a vulnerable thing. And, yeah. and now it's like it, when I do self-pleasure, it's like, yeah, I did this, did it in the shower, yeah. around a nice hot shower. Yeah, it was yeah. good. And I just yeah. like soap, soaped up my entire body, rubbed my entire body from head to toe with soap. Yeah. yeah. Just like fondled my balls a little bit. Just like, you know, teased myself a little bit. Didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. And I was like, hey, nearly got it. Hey, yeah, nearly there. Yeah. 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 It's like doing it like and explaining that to Grace feels so much better than just being like, oh, yeah, I jumped on the hot big tits fake babes category. And uh, yeah, it took me about 23 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know I was continuing watching the porn video, and I realized that the plot was shit, and I'd probably give it a two out of ten on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, or like I I like watched five five to six different scenes until I found the dirtiest one, and yeah, that like tipped me over the edge. And mm. it's the same with like partnered intimacy too, dude. Like, um, like one of the things that I love to do to my own body is like if it's self pleasure, it's just a feather touch. Mm, something that yeah. i bring into all of the guys because we're so used to like friction-based um like penetrative sensations with our body and i only discovered that because you know you wake up in the morning most guys wake up in the morning with an erection and you know the you know the temptation is to just grab it with your hand or rub it against the person that's next to you or whatever that caveman wine tells you to do <laughs> yeah but like one day i just like slowed down and decided to just run my fingertips like from you know as low as I could reach all the way up through and over and do that a few times and I've shared that with other partners like when they've said hey what do you want me to do and I'm like oh can you give this a try and 
like that's been one of the funnest things to play with with partners is to give them a different sensation because a lot of the perception for other people around penis bearers as well is that they just want a hard, fast, friction-based, wet, warm thing. Mm-hmm. So slowing down with pleasure is always going to make it better. I've, like, you know, you know, you and I both love a hard workout. We both live in, like sometimes live fast and hard. However, when it comes to pleasure and intimacy, slow down. Take a yeah. breath. Slow mm. the fuck down. 100%. We all, know how to, we all know how to do it fast. We've been doing it fast. Oh, fuck really it just time. You stole so, the words from my mouth. <laughs> so, like, you know, how about we practice the slowdown a little bit? Yeah. I was literally about to say, like, like you said, you're, you're providing sex education for, for, you know, what isn't taught, in, if you could even call it sex education in schools. I know when I was in school, Harold the Giraffe was the, <laughs> Harold the fucking draft. Like what the yeah. fuck is the draft got to do with anything to do with learning about sex and pleasure and intimacy and masturbation and fucking all that shit. Like, fuck off, Harold. <laughs> and, Harold's not hot. Yeah, um, no. Nah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is like, you know, if when when you're 15, 16, you're, or even younger, if, if you got introduced to porn younger, like you watch it and it's all hard and fast. Yeah. It's just like slap, 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 fucking boom, 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 done. And then you start to slow things down with yourself and then you just, you enter a whole different realm. Like it's like a, it's a psychedelic experience. It's that level of yeah. pleasure that you can experience if, if you, if you do it correctly, right? 100%. Like, um, um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners or even a lot of your guys that have worked with you, I know that you like to incorporate breath work into your um, your journeys with guys a lot of the time um, and you combine that breath work, that, you know, being able to um, hyper-oxygenate your brain and, you know, slow things down, get really present in your body. Imagine you're combining that with that orgasmic experience. It's a lot it's yeah it's healing in a way mm-hmm. um and that's kind of something that that i just try and educate humans on whether it comes to um working with men individually or working with couples as well mm-hmm. is you know we have this story that we run in our mind that yeah that sounds cool but um i haven't got time for that or you know whatever it might be i could literally sit here right now in 10 minutes and probably you and I could blow each other's minds just by breathing and, you know, using our body, contracting different muscles in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got 10 minutes. Exactly. If you haven't got 10 minutes, make 20 minutes. (laughs) That's pleasure is our God given right. And it's a path to um, to wisdom a lot of the time is when you get mastery over your mind and your body, then you feel like you can do anything. Oh, yeah. I think it's amazing how much time you can find when you're trying to search for that perfect scene on, on a porn site. Absolutely. Yeah, but, you can sit there for 40 minutes scrolling through different yeah. videos. It's amazing but, how much how much time you can find sitting on the toilet doing a shit, looking through reels on Instagram. Fucking oh, why why are you speaking to me right like that right now? <laughs> I hope Grace isn't listening to this because that's exactly that's exactly what I do. 
yeah yeah, it's all about priorities man like 100 percent. like um my priorities are every single day my non-negotiables um movement masturbation and meditation the three m's yeah um and that's that's my gift to me first and foremost beautiful i love that i have a i would love to hear if you know and this is something that uh i've been very very fortunate to not really experience but because grace you know, grace is obviously the most beautiful fucking woman i know and that's why she's my wife and you know we have these chats regularly around sex and intimacy and you know we're both very open to to this stuff which is which is great however i know that there's a lot of blokes that i've worked with and their partners don't necessarily come to the party with it mm. so and there's that I suppose disparity between the the man and the woman or or the partnership or the relationship where one and this this can be roles can be reversed too the woman is really oh, yeah. open to it and the man's not the man can be really open to it and the woman's not what would be how do you go about yeah allowing your partner to be more open to to this sort of stuff and allowing her or him to to come into the space um yeah i see that all the time to be honest like um it's it's rare but beautiful when there's a couple and they both come and they're both wanting you know expansion and growth and awakening um it's really cool when that happens but like you said a lot of the time it's you know couples or individuals explaining to me what they would call like a libido mismatch Mm -hmm. or um, an expansion mismatch or a curiosity mis- mismatch. I think um, this is one of the reasons why I really think the education system around this is broken because like it's not it's not like a two week thing to be able to change that a lot of the time. Like I work through communication, connection and intimacy. If you can have like a high enough quality of communication, in a relationship, you can pretty much do anything. You can get through anything. Um, if you are really, really good at communicating with your partner, then you're going to feel really connected to them. If you're communicating with curiosity, you're always going to be wanting to know them more deeply, watch them shape shift. You know, chameleon. Like, um, you know, I've got a new wife every single fucking day. That you know, the 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 Luke that went to bed last night after some of the dreams that I had was a, a totally different Luke to wake up this morning yeah so being curious with your communication builds connection like you, you know this person and you want to continue to know them deeply from that flows intimacy and the, the hotness i've all tried to be intimate with no communication and no connection and you end up feeling even more disconnected afterwards yeah you know like oh it's been a week babe or you know you don't even have to do anything <laughs> And yeah, everyone feels like shit afterwards. So for me, it's having op- being able to have open conversations and learning how to regulate your nervous system through challenging com- parts of those conversations. So if say you're, you, Jacob, come and you're you know, wanting to expand through sexuality and I'm you know, maybe not on board with that, then teaching you the communication tools and the nervous system regulation to be able to confidently talk about fantasies, desires, needs in a way that doesn't make your partner feel less than or lacking. Mm. Like it's a curious invitation that can be really hot. 
Um, sometimes it happens through, you know, desperation or inspiration. Sometimes it gets to the point where there's an, um, um, like an ultimatum given like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm fucking sick of this sex, babe. I've got no more time for bad sex. You know, we're, we either start talking about sex or something really big has to change that sometimes gets somebody on board. Sometimes it's like a sexual awakening. People start doing tantra practices or re- read a book or podcast or they have, you know, an intimate moment and, you know, push their heart explodes and they're open. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on where people are in their life cycle as well around parenting, there's a lot of mums out there who during those early parenting years, it's, you know, there's this, the hormones aren't working in their favor. They're in um, caretaking mode. Mm. Yeah. And that's a journey to be navigated like very gently and very openly as well. And there's a lot of mums out there that, you know, get past the, that, the hormonal stage around um, their milk and everything coming through that they do have like a reawakening around their sexuality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just it, it's all about meeting people where they're at and trying to feed them the tools that they need to mm-hmm. be able to, to be able to navigate that so it feels safe and inviting and curious rather than pressure. Mm, like we're not yeah. having enough sex. Very well put. Very well put. And that's definitely yeah. I'll absolutely say that's a mistake that I've made is the pressure. Mm. It's like. And it's just like, for me at the time, it was like, oh, this doesn't really mean much. If I'm just like, oh, we haven't done it for ages. It's like, even just that, I'm just sort of like brushing it off and even just putting that energy towards it in terms of like, oh, we haven't even done it for ages. Gracie is that. And she's like, oh, well, you don't even sound like you're interested anyway. Mm. It's like, oh, well, fuck. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And it's like this tennis match of like, you know, throwing things back and forth at each other and one's just trying to beat down the other mm. on on the on the pressure game. And it's I, I reflect now and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. It's ugh. like yeah, it's like eh, that's an icky way to uh, go about I, it. Like I remember I said to Cinder one time in the bathroom, like, you know, we had a moment, like a nice moment, and um and I was like, Oh, this is that's kinda hot. And it was, it was, and then I put pressure on for it to be more than that. And mm. I think I said something like, why do you always get to decide when? And I was like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I just like, wanted to pull the words and like the look on any human's face when they hear that. It's like, cause it's my fucking body dickhead. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just thought it's sort of one of those ones where you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll cop that. Yep, yeah, that, that's fair. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. so I think like, and every time I work with a couple or a guy, I'll purposely throw some of those lines out. Like just to let the guy know that, mm. you know, I'm a human too. Yes, you're paying me lots of money to help you with this, but I've said dumb shit too mm. that I regret. Yeah. So the pressure thing, it's not hot. It's yeah. super not hot. We, like there's a couple of things that really trip us up when it comes to intimacy is pressure is like um, like we'll put that flame out so quick mm-hmm. and uh, you know unless it's in some sort of like fetishy kinky way um but if it's just pressure 
it, the polarity just goes. The other thing that really fucks us up as well is caretaking. Mm. <laughs> yes. Like like trying to manage our partner, trying to caretake them. Like if yeah. unless it's unless it's in some sexy way, you treating me like you're my dad is not hot. Not hot. <laughs> you trying to you trying to mother me, it's not hot. Yeah, no. So it's um yeah, it's just really like the key, if anything, is to try and make people aware of that and then give them the tools to change it if they if they so choose to. Mm. What's an example of some tools for for both, yeah, the the mothering and fathering, and then the pressure. Um, the pressure thing, I'll talk about first because it's kind of the funnest thing and it's the easiest one to break. Is that like in those moments, a lot of the time working with men, is um, we try a lot of us out there, depending on where we're at in our cycle of life, want connection and we want love. Like we want to, we want to feel love, we want to be loved, and we want connection. A lot of us, like talking love languages, there's a huge percentage of men whose love language is physical touch. So we try and reach out the olive branch of connection and love through intimacy, and we try and skip the communication and the connection. Hmm. Yeah, you, like with some of my dudes, some of the couples that I work with. You'll sit down, get them to like, you know, ask your partner, would they like to come and connect with you for five minutes? Give them an opportunity for consent. Yeah, I actually would like that. Like if it is five minutes, I've got five minutes. Cool. All right, I'm going to sit here on the lounge and I want you to just put your legs around me and sit on my lap here. Like, and you can be as close or as far as you want from me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, that sounds nice. And then all I want to do is just put my hand on your chest and hand on your back. And I want you to breathe and I want, I'm want i going to try and follow your breath. So you can go fast or you can go slow. And I'm just going to try and follow. Okay, cool. I'll tell, tell you what, for, for blokes listening to this, if you've never set aside time to say what Luke just said to your partner, hey, can, can we have five minutes? I want to connect with you. Sit here and then you put your hand on her chest and on her back and you start breathing together. She is, you're both just going to melt into each other. And then right. simple things like, would you like to put your forehead on my forehead? <sighs> yeah. And touch foreheads. Would you like to start swaying from left to right? And I'll try and follow you as well. And maybe back to front now. Would you like that? Would you like? Would you like? Would you like? Would you like? Consent, yeah. consent, consent. Consent, consent, consent. Creating safety. And then like five minutes of that, I've got, I've got like, Fizz is going from my brain down to my shoulders right now thinking about how yummy it is when you do that. And then you realize, oh my God, that feels beautiful and connected. And I didn't have to like, you know, there's that was yum. If it goes further than that, then hoorah. However, if you jump off that lounge after five minutes of that, guaranteed you're going to feel like you are loved and that you are connected and that you're choosing each other. Fuck yeah. Now, I'm like, same thing. I've got like tingles in my fingers because I'm like, yeah, I'm literally going to pick my phone up and message Grace. Yeah. Hey, babe, when I get home, we're having, we're having 10 minutes of connection time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be swaying, breathing, 
we're doing all the things. Yeah, eye gazing, like you bring eye gazing into that. You bring, um, you know, it could be like um, like dancing, um, like slow dancing. um, So like back to chest, like say Grace's um, back is on your chest and doing like some movement and some breathing, like breathing in her ear or like rubbing your hand through her hair. Like, would you like me to run my fingers through your hair? And then swap and be like, all right, would you like to do it to me now? (laughs) And you turn around and you get to play. Holy shit. Curiosity curiosity killed the cat, but it also got the cat like a lot of sex. So... Like I love that's a great saying. Being like being curious and playing like fun intimacy games rather than pressuring for how many times have we had sex this month? Fuck that noise off. No. Mm-hmm. How curious can I get about my partner? Yeah. And about myself and about my body and how many ways that we can connect. Fuck yeah. That's love that. Yeah. Beautiful. Very well put. Very well put. Thank yeah. you for for sharing all of that. That's... You're welcome. Thank you for asking quality questions. You're welcome. I want to talk about uh, performance now. So you've mentioned performance uh, a few times and that's something you teach. And I know that there's a lot of guys that I've worked with that have had this challenge of, yeah, like lasting a decent time in in the bedroom and lasting long enough so that their partner can also orgasm as well. It's like that age-old story of like, Mm. oh, well, two-minute Tim, like, you know, 20 pumps and you're done and then she just sort of starfishes and lays there and is like, oh, is that it? And then rolls over and grabs a toy and finishes off herself. It's like, yeah, how do we how do we perform better in the bedroom as men? Um, self-pleasure, for one, is um, like rather than looking at it as like a quick dopamine hit, hit like we were talking about earlier, look at it as training for performance. Mm. Like how long can I last with as much stimulation as I can give myself, you know, as much um, like complementary stimulations, like, you know, sensations on your body, nipple play, butt play, um, you know, there's different toys out there. Um, even just using like, you know, lubricant, like is something new that I bring into a lot of guys' life. It's like use lube. It yeah. feels really good. Just do it. Yeah. Buy some use co- yeah. yeah, use use coconut oil. Use Man, what, yeah, co- coconut oil has been a game changer for me. Hundred percent, right. and um, like challenge that. challenge your body for sensation, and then use your breath. Um, there's an incredible mm. book by David Dieter, um, the way of the superior man, where he's got this breath technique. Oh yeah, where it's called breathing, breathe down your front, um, mm. where basically you breathe into your front body as if you're sending your breath all the way down to your cock. And then um, you engage your pelvic floor, like as if you're trying to lift an egg up with your gooch. And then as you let your breath out, you imagine your breath shooting up through your spine. So if you're doing all of that, like it's involved, like breathing into your chest, breathing into your balls, squeezing your balls, letting your breath go, then you will automatically take your like cognitive force of your brain into something that's outside of the sensation that you're feeling on your cock. This is the thing: is that like all of us men are living with a four-foot cock. I don't know. I don't care how big your your external penis is. We've all got about a four, like average four-foot cock, because it attaches to the base of our spine. That spine's part of our central nervous system that's attached to our brain. 
and they're not working apart from each other. Mm. So using self-pleasure and sensation and your breath to be able to pull yourself into the present and into your body and out of your disassociation or out of the sensations that are on the tip of your dick and being able to use that to work with it. Once you've got the hang of the breath and like edging in masturbation, so you talked about it earlier, edging might be you know, self-pleasure. If one is nothing, 10 is ejaculation. You might work your way up to say a seven, then start to use your breath to down, down regulate your nervous system and then go again, work your way up to a seven, use your breath, down regulate, and you get yourself towards an edge and then you back down and so you get to play in that space of control. And then if you consciously choose to let go of control, then you know it's a conscious choice. Once you start to master that in your self-pleasure, invite your partners in. Be like, hey, babe, I've been playing with this edging thing. I'm really like enjoying getting mastery over my body. Do you want to play? Every, any single time I've ever used my breath or edging with a partner, the look on their eyes is like, oh, that's hot. Yeah. That's hot. You just can, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, cool. And then, you know, you start to play. You start to build up your resilience. You start to build up your muscles so that at any point, you know that we all know how to do it hard and fast, like we said before. We know how to get there. But practicing in a space of what what else can I do? What else can I mm. do with my body? There's yeah. oral sex. There's another amazing book called She Comes First by Ian Kerner. Get good at oral sex. Every man out there needs to get good at oral sex. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Toys, the Yoni Pleasure Palace has got like some incredible crystal wands. Go and get something expensive, something lavish, something luxe. Yeah. Get get good at it. It's um, one of the best things I bought for Grace. I bought her a crystal wand from Juliet Allen. Oh, yeah. And great. Yeah. So good. And yeah. I want to emphasize what you said about learning how to do oral sex and learning how to do it well, because that is something that will change the fucking game for you and your partner yeah like is one of the best things that i ever did was to learn how to do that well because something whether this is something that you teach or not i'm not sure it's like sometimes she doesn't want just the right over the top of her clit like that is the most sensitive part yeah that's the most sensitive part sometimes you gotta like wait you gotta wait a long time yeah to get to the clit you know, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of other parts of the of the of the vagina that you can have a bit of a play with before you get there. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I threw lots of words out there. I'm I get on a bit of a rant sometimes, but to answer your question, slow down. Yeah, slow yeah. down and slow down and breathe. You can go fast. Yeah. Something else that's really hot, like, and I know that you've experienced this too, is partway through intimacy if it's penetrative intimacy and you stop. And say, do you want to take some breaths with me? Like, put your forehead, so put your forehead here, and let's take some slow breaths. And you can be inside, you can be outside, whatever. Slow down, because yeah. all of all of it is fun. Like, That's the thing too. Like, I love that you keep saying curiosity because 
some because sometimes Grayson like and this is this is just the truth like sometimes Grayson and I'll try things and it doesn't work. No, fuck no. <laughs> like um, we're we're talking about all these fantastic great things like yes, yeah, slow down and breathe and forehead touch and all this kind of stuff. But then I'll be real. There's been times where I've tried things and I'm like, oh, we'll try this, and then it's like it looks like a fucking horse and a duck trying to make it work yeah. like it's, yeah <laughs> there's uh, noises and there's just legs everywhere and like it's just not working and then we're like all right cool that's going in the fucking file drawer to never be pulled out again well <laughs> yeah it's called like it's called play for a reason yeah like, it's, and it's got to be it's got to be play like this is a big paradigm shift around sexuality that we've been talking about for years is that you can laugh during sex yeah, I laugh. I laugh my head off sometimes. Like it's funny. Yeah. It actually is funny. Like when you try and like, oh, I've got an idea, and then it's like, no, nah, it's not working, or something slips out, and yep, there's a jackknife or some situation, <laughs> and you know, it's funny. You laugh. You can cry yeah. during sex. Like was, uh, yes, 100%. like a lot of a lot of women talk to us about like um, they'll cry right after an orgasm, like right after a big orgasmic release, have a big cry. Um, it can be angry. I had a partner once had like um really shitty um, work situation and I was like yelling and screaming on the phone and they came in and they're like, wow, you sound like really angry. It's kind of turning me on a bit. Do you want to come and have angry sex? And I was like, I don't know if guys are supposed to do that. And she was like, I'm inviting you to come and have angry sex with me. And I was like, okay. Right on. Sounds good. So like we get, you know, we leave it until bedtime. Well, you know, we think that, you know, the moon's got to be in Gatorade and, and <laughs> yeah, you know, the stars yeah. have got to be aligned and we've got to have had just enough food to eat, not too much, not, you know, we don't want to be hungry. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we want water next, like we have to line all these. A few sips of wine, a few sips yeah. of wine or a beer. Yeah, yeah it's but it's be. like you can, you can meet intimacy where you're at and it can be the thing that might move you from a mood that's not a desirable mood into something that's really yummy and juicy because dopamine's a beautiful thing fuck yeah love that so good i would love to hear what you believe yeah yeah okay let's let's do that i would i really want to hear from you like what you feel men really need right now in this modern world that we're in because the world is completely different to what it was well even as recent as three years ago Mm. let alone 10 15 20 years ago when you know when we were younger it's like what what do men really need to hear right now in terms of sex and intimacy um what are the words that need to come out of my mouth hmm I've said them already, but maybe not in this context is like, give yourself time to explore and expand. So what I mean by that is like, we've, we talked about it before, like slow down, be curious. So give yourself time to expand and explore. What I mean by that is to educate yourself, like look up, um, you know, an online massage course Mm. and want to bring more sensuality into your relationship like i think everybody in this whole world should do a massage course massages are great 
Fuck yeah, they are. They're amazing. Um, you know, look, go on to Beducated and look up like some edgy thing. Like, ed, like expand, explore, get a coach, talk to somebody, have a conversation with your mate. Like you said at the start of um, when we first met each other, I'm so resistant to this. And then it's just probably the same with every dude that turned up to my talks at Sexpo. They would have been like, oh, anal awakening, fuck, 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 fuck. And then they hear me talk and they're like, yeah, he's just a dude. He swears. He's great. Like, and he's just, yeah. he doesn't, he's not sitting on some high pedestal. He's just spent some time to learn some stuff that I haven't yet. And he wants to deliver it in a way that he, that I can receive. Mm. So find your people, find your tribe that you can connect with, find some dudes that you can have some real conversations with about edgy stuff that are also yeah. reading books and that are also listening to podcasts. Give yourself time and permission to expand. Fuck yeah. Love that. Have you got any, just off the top of your head, other than obviously signing up to do work with you, what resources would you give blokes to to give themselves expansion in, in the area of sex and intimacy? Um, so I love podcasts. Um, not everyone's podcast people, but um, some really great podcasts is um, the Create the Love podcast. Um, is that Mark Groves? Mark Groves. Actually, I think he's yeah. changed it to the Mark Groves podcast now. Great um, podcast. Great podcast. He gets some epic um, like humans, experts on there. And also the ones where he, I love the ones where he gets on there by himself and it's almost like he just channels. Like when he rants. When he rants for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. like, like I'm on like the edge of my seat. Yes. I get closer and closer. To my yeah, seat. right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, I, almost Mark, did, I almost enjoy his solo episodes better than his guest episodes yeah i love it um i really like there's a really good podcast called the curious fox podcast and it mostly talks about relationships in the form of open relating mm-hmm. and what i really like about that podcast is reframing it from like non-monogamy into just all relationships because the one thing that I find with relationships is if you can listen to the tools for non-monogamy and frame it for you, then you will be on level 11 when most people might only get to level nine because we're all living multiple relationships. Like you and Grace have your relationship. You have your relationship with Luna. Grace has her relationship with Luna. You have your relationship with your coaching business. Grace has her relationship with her coaching business. You have your relationship with your best friends. And you have a relationship with Grace's best friends. And we're all turning up in different ways for different relationships and trying to navigate romance at the same time. So the Mm. Curious Fox podcast is excellent. Um, I recommend... um, The Conscious Couple Show. Yeah, sure. Couple show. <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. And by the, for um, people that don't know, that is Luke and Sindra's podcast. Highly yeah. recommend. Oh, it's actually called the Relationship Show. It's Relationship Show. Oh, one hundred and ten episodes on Spotify. Oh, um, and yeah, it's up there. Go and check that out. Um, my Instagram at Luke Skews, Sindra's Instagram at Sindra Banks. Um, although we're not in a romantic relationship anymore. We're still uh, great friends and like work together really well. And she's an incredible. If any of the guys out here are listening and they know that their, their partner would love some support, she's a venom with women and sexuality and pleasure. 
Um, always recommend The Way of the Superior Man because it's just great epic. Book. Great book. Um, she Comes First by Ian Kerner. We mentioned that before. Also a great book. Um, Jacob Weatherly's an incredible coach. Yeah, bit of a beast as well. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and just, I just gave Luke the double biceps too oh, on yeah, camera. Double so. biceps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving mine after that. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like fine. Like Grace is an incredible coach as well. Uh, like, it, there's just so many great people and resources out there. Um, I feel like the common theme for that is you mentioned it before. Before given all these resources, and it's like find your people Mm. yeah like find find your people and it might not it might not be the people you currently surround yourself with yeah it it might mean that you know expansion for expansion for some blokes literally is just finding that that different kind of man finding that upper echelon echelon of old man for sure that's that's like a big part of the masculine journey that I'm sure that you know is once you get that proximity um, idea explained to you, like the five people that we spend the most time around in our life become us and we become them and it's really hard to break through that glass ceiling hmm. compared to looking at it as if it's like a spaceship and you know your spaceship's got its main engine, that's you. And then it's got its burners on the side that are designed to fall away when they can't keep going higher up. By design, they're there to get you to a certain point and then they've got to go. Yeah, great, great way to put it. Absolutely. And that's hard that. sometimes because of nostalgia, oh, yeah. you know, shared, shared experiences, yeah. even relationships, those sorts of things is not feeling bad when you realize that you've got to continue to ascend and you might have to leave something or someone to Mm. fend for themselves yeah 100 percent. so resources ask questions ask high quality questions to the right people google like google 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 like you know I've discovered so many things in my business. Like, you know, a new clients come to me with something like, can you help me with this? Like, yeah, for sure. I can Google. <laughs> Google. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, or like, and use keywords around that sort of stuff. Like, great book for sex after babies. Um, podcasts around, um, you know, learning to embrace my masculine. Like, mm. use, use your keywords for your resources. And if not, ask somebody like myself or Jacob for a resource. Like we've got time to send yep. you a, a podcast or a book or yeah, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Just ask. Hell yeah. Beautiful. I ask this question at the end of every guest episode now. Mm. Um, I would love to know if you could choose anyone dead or alive to have dinner with, who would you have dinner with and what would be the first question you ask them? Oh. Or what would be what would be the one question you would want to ask them? Uh, um, um, okay, so I've got like a dirty one, and I've got like a philosophical one. Um, all right, I'm here for it. <laughs> all right, um, there's this model called um, Emily Ratchahowski. Rat- um, oh, Rad- or whatever. Yeah, it that is. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd have dinner with her, and then I would ask her. Um, 
would you like to spend five minutes of connection time with me? <laughs> Come and sit on my lap. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, who else? Um, Is that the philosophical one? Or? No, that, that's a dirty one. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so many, so many. I'd love to have um, dinner and a conversation with somebody um, who's done heaps of work like Deepak Chopra or somebody like that and then and then ask him like you know what's the most important thing that you think that we need you think that we need to talk about Mm, hell yeah beautiful I love that Mm. awesome thank Mm. you very much for today mate you're welcome this has been I mean, this has been great for me. This has been this has been an epic conversation for me, let alone blokes listening to this. I always I always feel like we have such great conversations and such uh, eye opening and and yeah, expansive conversations. It always yeah. always triggers a lot of thought and uh, desire. Yeah, is the way I'll put it for sure. Oh, no. Which makes sense. Which makes sense with the type of coach you yeah, are. Desire. Of course, it triggers desire. Yeah, curiosity, like the conversation yes. that you and Grace will have, and that I'm like going to ring my mate. Like he said to me, like let me know how the podcast goes. And I'm like, we're going to talk about it. And like all the guys listening, one thing that would be cool is like if you're listening to this and you like having those curiosity moments, like share them in a message to Jacob. Um, or myself, like yeah. the the little popcorn moments, those you know things for you. Share them because it's important for um, like myself, and it's important for creators like Jacob as well to know like what impact these conversations are having on people. So if you go and have a conversation with your missus or your your boyfriend or whoever it might be, your mate, your mum, your dad, like let us know how it goes. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. And for anyone who is listening to this that might be curious about, yeah, doing some work with Luke, jump over to his Instagram. It's at Luke underscore skews. No, it's at Luke skews. At Luke skews. Beautiful. I'll chuck it in the show notes below anyway, so you can, you can find him on there. Uh, And yeah, if, if anyone is sitting on the fence or yeah, has that curiosity about uh, what Luke does, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm biased because I just know for a fact that his work is incredible, changed the way that I look at myself, my body, pleasure, intimacy, changed the the sex life that Grace and I have 100% with conviction hand on art, I can say that. So thank you very much for, for everything that you've done for me, mate. Thank you very much for jumping on today. I really do appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure this won't be the last time we have an epic conversation absolutely not i look forward to every single one of them fuck yeah thank you bro thank you thank you so much for tuning in guys and i'll speak to you next time peace out